Welcome to the Making of a Diva podcast. I'm your host, Erica Sherrick. The Making of a Diva podcast celebrates people who have overcome life's challenges and come up on top. Join us each week as we delve into experiences of people who have transformed their lives and inspired others to do the same. We'll discuss topics of life transition and empowerment. Life can throw us curveballs that force us to reassess our priorities, relationships, and goals. How we navigate these transitions can make all the difference in our personal growth and development. Note that topics and discussion are from my experiences and my guest experiences. This is not therapy, nor is anything discussed a substitute for speaking with a licensed professional. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired as we explore the making of a diva. Hello, everyone. And today, our topic is going to be toxic people. Now, I'm sure we all have had a toxic person or two in our lives, and we, we might struggle to, to know how to deal with them, how to manage them, how to not let them take us down their rabbit hole. So we all know that toxic people can have a negative impact on our lives, um, from emotional well-being to our physical health. They may be difficult to recognize at first, but once we identify them, it's important to take steps to protect ourselves. In this podcast, we're going to discuss what toxic people are, how to recognize them, and how to deal with them. So first, let's talk a little bit about what toxic people are. They are individuals who exhibit negative behaviors, attitudes, and actions that can be harmful to those around them. They might be manipulative, critical, or self-centered, and they may create conflict or drama in their relationships. Now, toxic people can be friends, family members, co-workers, or even your spouse um, or partner. So, and with that, it might be a little harder to 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 kind of pinpoint them. Now, growing up, I had several toxic people in my life that raised me. I mean, my mother was the biggest one. She she would be fine. You know, everything was wonderful. We would do very positive things. We would have fun. She was wonderful. And then there is the criticizing behind my back. I would find out from my aunt all the things that my mother would say. Um, it never really hit me because I grew up with this. So I thought this kind of behavior was normal. And there was a time, and this is when kind of the internet was was starting to come out and MySpace was around. And my mother discovered MySpace and she didn't understand that if she wrote something on MySpace that I would see it. And this is when I realized that I needed to... Um, kind of back off from my mother a little bit. So I had sent her, my, my stepfather had died and I sent her flowers and I thought it was a very nice gesture, but evidently it wasn't. She told me, thank you. But then she wrote all this stuff about what a horrible person I was and how insensitive I was and how dare I, I do something like this. And I didn't understand my whole life. My mother was constantly nitpicking and nothing that I did was right. Everything was wrong. There was always drama 
um, she caused so much drama. And I, at the time, I couldn't understand why. Uh, but then her mother would do the same thing. Her mother was very particular and nitpicky, would constantly criticize you. So I grew up with a lot of criticisms, a lot of negativity. Nothing was ever good. Nothing was ever right. Woe's me. I'm the victim. Everything's wrong. And this was my mother. So I thought this was normal. Well, when I left home, um, I realized that I had started making relationships with other people who did not grow up like that. And I, I came to realize that this, this wasn't, this wasn't right. So I took a long, hard look at myself and it took me years to realize that I was doing the same thing. I was creating all this drama. I was constantly talking ill of people. I was constantly nitpicking at people. I was constantly creating negative situations. Everything was wrong. I was, I was probably the most unpositive person, um, at times. Now I'm not going to say all the time. Um, but from, for most of the time I tend to attract toxic people now. I'm not sure why, but it's, it's very easy to get caught up in all the toxic behavior. I mean, when someone's going off about someone and the drama and talking up ill of someone, it's very easy to hop on the train and chime in. I know when I talk to people and they're complaining about someone that they don't like and something that they did, and I don't necessarily care for that person myself, it's very easy to cut off to get caught up in that conversation. I mean, misery loves company. And this is what helps bond us. And it's what makes a connection, right? So commiserating with one another helps justify our feelings and the outlook to make us feel better. Well, that is being toxic yourself. So recognizing toxic people can be a challenge, especially even if it's with yourself. So I might not always exhibit negative behavior in every interaction, but recognizing toxic people can be very challenging, especially when it's yourself. Toxic people may not always exhibit negative behavior in every interaction. So here are some signs to look out for with toxic people. And we're only going to do seven. There's, I'm sure there's way more, but we're just going to do the top seven. So they constantly criticize you. Toxic people often criticize or belittle others as a way of making themselves feel better. If someone's constantly putting you down or making you feel bad about yourself, they're probably toxic. Now, I always think, oh, well, they're insecure. And, you know, I always, I always come up with some reason. They might very well be insecure, but the fact is they're toxic. They're, they're making other people feel bad and not lifting people up to make themselves feel better. Uh, they're manipulative. Toxic people may try to manipulate others to get what they want. They use guilt, fear, or other tactics to control others to get their way. Uh, my mother used to, my mother was the queen of manipulation. Uh, I, I learned at an early age to be very manipulative if I wanted something. It's, it's the, um, the pouting, the, well, I'm, you know, even, even when you're, when you're little, I'm going to hold my breath until I turn blue. Um, you're, you, you, you might talk to your friends and, and 
it might be in a joking way, but if you don't do this, then, you know, I'm going to do this, or you must not like me if you don't do this, or you don't, you know, they always put it on you if to get what they want. All right. They're always negative. I'm not going to say always negative, but they're negative a lot of the time. They tend to have a negative outlook on life and they may always focus on the bad instead of the good. This was classic me. I would always look at the bad side so that I didn't feel like I was going to, you can't be let down if you're always looking at the negative. Well, this isn't going to work out because they're always negative. And I'm not going to say always negative, but a majority of the time they tend to have a negative outlook on life and they always focus on the bad instead of the good. They might complain about everything and it brings the mood of the room down. I mean, they're just, they're kind of the the Debbie Downers. Um, In this day and age, it's very difficult to not be that way because of the state of our society, um, between the political aspects and and the social aspects, everything's a little crazy. So it's very, very difficult to not be negative, but just like it's easier to frown, you, you know, you use more muscles frowning than you do to smile, but it's easier to frown. I think that's how it goes. And it's, it's easier to be negative than it is to be positive. Toxic people tend to be unreliable. They might make promises they can't keep, show up late, or they don't even show up at all. They might have inconsistencies in their behavior, and it can make it difficult to trust them and rely on them. So my mother used to tell me, okay, we're going to do, you know, we're going to go here. And I would get all excited and just be like, yes, I'm, I can't wait. You know, it, it was probably like going to the mall or something. And then we wouldn't go. And I was completely devastated. It was just, it was horrible. Um, I would, she did this to me a lot. So uh, they thrive on drama. This describes my family to a T, by the way. Toxic people love drama and conflict and they may actively seek it out. Uh, They might gossip or spread rumors, create unnecessary drama in order to get attention. This is where I have a hard time because I I used to joke about, you know, and I still kind of do about how I'm this drama queen um, and I come from a long line of them. And I do come from a long line of drama queens. My my grandmother was the epitome of drama queen. Everything was over the top. Everything was, um, I don't know. There was there was always something that was off the charts. She spent hours on the phone and she would just gossip about everyone and constantly talking about everyone. And it was, again, I grew up with this, so I thought this was normal. So of course, this is how I was. This is how I am. And recently I'm just, I I don't know if it's because of the state of our society and the world. Drama just has drained me 
and I have a hard time with it now. Why would you, you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, why would I even do that now? Just, it it just wears you down to the point where you don't want to deal with it anymore. Um, But toxic people are are very into drama. Uh, They lack empathy. Toxic people may be unable to understand or care about others' feelings. They might be insensitive, dismissive, or lack compassion. And this is where they drain your energy. Toxic people can be exhausting to be around. They may make you feel drained, stressed, anxious um, after spending a little bit of time with them. If being around someone consistently leaves you feeling worse, they might be toxic. So... So look at the people in your life. If there's someone that you talk to and if you don't feel empowered and relaxed and feel good after talking to them, um, you might want to look at that relationship a little bit. If they, and I'm, and I'm not saying that every relation or every, every conversation has to be this empowering, you know, wonderful experience. It doesn't. I mean, you, you, you have to, you have to deal with some level of toxic people every day. So, you know, if you can recognize the toxic people in your life and it can be challenging, but it's an important step to protecting your well-being. If you suspect someone in your life is toxic, consider setting boundaries or distancing yourself from them or seek support from a therapist or trusted friends. So now we're going to talk a little bit about how to deal with toxic people, because in some instances, it's not realistic to just get rid of all toxic people in your life. You know, that's, it's just not going to happen. And everyone is a little bit toxic sometimes. So no one is perfect. There is not a person that, you know, is never toxic, that is always happy, that is always wonderful, that always has all this great, you know, positive juju that they put out. If you find that person, you let me know because I don't know that they exist. So yes, dealing with toxic people can be a challenge and draining, but there are steps that you can take to protect yourself and maintain your well-being. So again, we're going to do seven tips to deal with toxic people in your life. Set boundaries, establish clear boundaries with the toxic person and communicate with them assertively. This might involve saying no to the request or limiting the amount of time that you spend with them. Um, This might be you only talk to them at certain times of the day. This might be that you only talk to them certain times of the week. I know I have some clients that they drain me. So I have to set boundaries and, you know, I don't take meetings on certain days. I only have, there's only, you know, some certain days out of the week that I talk to my clients because I have to, I have to get into this, this mode, practice self-care, engage in self-care activities such as exercise, meditation, spending time with loved ones to boost your well-being and reduce stress. If you're if you want some more self-care tips, I believe the last podcast we did uh, was on self-care. So check that out. Do not take them personally. 
And this is one of the things that I had to learn the hard way um, with my mother. So you have to remember that a toxic person's behavior is not a reflection of you, your worth, or your value. So try not to take their negative comments or actions personally. This can be easier said than done, especially when it's coming from someone like a parent, a spouse, a family member. Just try not to take things to heart. Uh, Don't engage in their drama. Toxic people might try to engage you in drama and conflict, uh, try to rope you in, you know, to talk about so-and-so and what the latest thing they did. And I can't believe they did that. And why are they being like this? Well, refrain from engaging in the drama or responding to negative comments. If they're being negative, don't respond. Don't feed the fire. Just let them talk. Seek support. Surround yourself with supportive friends and family who can provide emotional support and guidance for you. Consider reaching out to a therapist or a counselor for additional support if you need it. Um, or just, you know, we all have, we also all have that friend that we go to that we know that no matter what mood we're in and no matter what we're feeling, those people are going to help us through it. Um, I am lucky enough to have so many wonderful people that when I can feel myself getting into a toxic state or if I've just um, had a toxic conversation or if I've just had a conversation with someone who is toxic, I reach out to my, to my, to my, my group. And if you're listening, you all know who you are because um, (laughs) you'll get the text. (laughs) This just happened. What do I do? Um, I have no problem asking for help. Did I handle this right? Did I say this right? Um, I've, I've, really gotten into the habit of before I respond to certain people um, to take a to take a beat and you know I will I will type something out and I will send it to someone else that I trust and say okay here's here's what I have should I send this or not does this sound nasty does it say you know how is this coming off because I tend to I tend to to speak my mind a little too much and and not think about how it sounds on the other end. So this is one of those things that I've really tried to work on over the years with with um, you know that that practicing empathy thing. <laughs> so empathy can be difficult. Um, you have to try to understand where the person's coming from and why they may be behaving in a negative way. And this can help you maintain perspective and avoid taking their behavior personally. You know, if they're if they don't usually act like this or they're saying things that seem a little, you know, a little out of character for them, think about it. You know, what's what's going on? Talk to them. Hey. This is, is there something you want to talk about? Is there something on your mind? And to have a constructive conversation about negativity and acknowledging what things you're feeling is very different than being a toxic person. Um, You know, obviously there are some things that you need to discuss that I'm, you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling a certain way. The final thing is to consider cutting ties. 
In some cases, it may be necessary to cut ties with the toxic person. This can be difficult, but it might be necessary to protect your well-being and your mental health. So I think that's probably one of the hardest things and that it's kind of a last resort. Um, You know, I there are some people in my life that sometimes I just need to take a break from them. I, I am very good at letting people vent. I let them just, you know, what's, what's going on, get it out, (laughs) you know, don't, um, don't hold back and then let's discuss it. Why, why are you feeling this way? And, and try to come up with, with an understanding and maybe look at another way that you can handle it instead of trashing someone or bad mouthing someone. So dealing with toxic people can be a challenge and can have a negative impact on your life, but you can take steps to protect yourself by recognizing the signs of toxic behavior, setting your boundaries, practicing self-care, seeking support if you need it. You can maintain your well-being and avoid being pulled into their world of negativity and drama. We deserve to surround ourselves with positive and supportive people who uplift us and help us grow. So take a look at your relationships. Do they bring you joy? Do they empower you? Is it someone that you can have a conversation that's two-sided? And what I mean by that is, are they always kind of dumping all of their their negativity onto you? Are they constantly complaining? Are they constantly creating drama? Are they constantly just spewing anything that they can find to complain about? Are they letting you, I mean, is it a conversation? Is, is it, is it a productive conversation? Are you, are you both allowed to speak equally? Um, if not, you know, you need to have people that will listen to you. I know one of the most frustrating things is when I talk to somebody and I need, I, I need to vent sometimes. I need to, to see if I'm in the right space. And when I vent, it's usually a check to see, okay, am I thinking clearly? Am I off track? Am I creating something out of nothing? Am I making this a bigger deal than it is? And I need to have people around me who will tell me straight up, hey, Erica, you're being a bit of a drama queen on this. Those are the people, those are my people. I need people to call me out and bring me back down. So hopefully you have those people in your life. And I hope this list was um, very helpful to you. And try to maintain a positive or as positive outlook on everything as possible. Um, I, I think for me, journaling helps me tremendously. When I'm having all these negative thoughts and all this drama, I write it down in my journal. Nobody sees it but me and I get it out. So that way I don't have to share it with everyone. I am a person that I tend to overshare. So this is one of those things that I've been working on and I will pause and and, and I, I will go and 
you know, I'll start writing something on Facebook and I'm like, does anybody really care? <laughs> does anybody, do, do people really need to know this? And, and what does this look like? So I've, I've resorted to, instead of posting on social media all the time, I write in my journal and then I can look back, which I found out weird that you can actually go back and read your journal entries. See, I thought it was just one of those where you, you wrote it and then you never looked at it again. No, it's very enlightening when you go back to see where your mind was a couple days later. Another thing that I do is, is I've been working on you know, taking that pause, not reacting right away to people. It's okay to not respond back in 30 seconds. It's okay to take a day or two to think about something that was said to you before you react or to think about something that happened in your life. And personally, I assess things. When something happens, I look at it. Uh, my initial response might be anger, and I just want to, you know, I just want to say all the things to people. But in my infinite old age and wisdom, I'm starting to just like, okay, well, let's. I, I've read um, this morning. I got this email, and it felt a little um, attacking, and it felt I, I automatically went on the defensive. And of course, I sent said email to one of my trusted friends and I, I was like, what is, what is this? And she gave me some perspective on it and which was very helpful. So it made me kind of, okay, you know, let's think about where this person's coming from, what's going on in their life right now, what kind of day might they be having, you know, so let, let's, let's respond in a way that they can better understand and they don't feel like they're being attacked back. So this is, this is something, I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. I am still a work in progress with all this, but I think when dealing with toxic people in your life, learning how to deal with it yourself is the most important thing. Um, yes, it would be easy to just cut everybody off and not talk to anybody and not deal with it. But that seems to be kind of the thing these days in our society is if we don't like something, we ignore it and, and pretend it doesn't exist. Well, this is something that I don't think we should do that. I, th I think if you have toxic people in your life, you need to understand it. You need to confront them. You need to talk about it and learn how to coexist with it and, and how to deal with it yourself. So that's my, those are my thoughts on the topic. Um, again, these are all my thoughts and my feelings. If you do not agree with me, um, that's okay. I would love to hear your opinion and your input and some of your thoughts. We're going to have a discussion in our Facebook group, um, Making of a Diva. And we're going to be talking this week about toxic people and 
how you've dealt with certain situations and, and things that you like and dislike. And um, hopefully you'll gain some insight. So if you have questions, feel free to send me an email at erica.cherick at gmail.com. If the podcast that you are listening from has a comment section, feel free to comment in that section. Go to Making of a Diva. It's a private group on Facebook. Ask to join, and then you can join in on the conversation. So thank you for listening, and tune in next week, and we'll talk about more stuff. Have a great day and a great week. Bye.